Welcome back. It's Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and here on YouTube as well. Make sure you like and sub and do the things. We are going to get into some updates. When training camp is going to start, because it is getting here pretty quick now, and what the tight end room is going to look like for the Kansas City Chiefs as we get going here mid-July. It's getting done, and we are getting closer all the time. Hope you guys are with us. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Welcome back to your off-season Red Friday, I suppose. <laughs> uh, quick update on a story we talked about a couple days ago, or maybe it was just yesterday. seems like a couple days ago this came out. Travis Kelsey uh, talked to somebody in the media and said that his name was actually Kels. Uh, and then everybody blew up yesterday on social media. People were talking about it. And it appears that Kelsey's brother actually has come out and stated that uh, it is Kels. But they've been going by Kelsey for years. It's interesting. Um, I would not put it past either brother Kelsey to um, continue this charade even farther. But, um, hey, whatever they say is uh, whatever they call themselves is what I'll call them. How's that? Fair enough. Oh, and honestly, people refer to him as Kels sometimes anyway, uh, even though Kelsey is pretty short by itself. Yeah, I always thought that was a you know a nickname. I have only heard that come out of Andy Reid's mouth, so um, it is what it is. <laughs> but hey, if anybody's going to pull a, pull a prank a little bit farther, it's probably those two brothers. Yeah, I can see that. And it's going to, you know, it is what it is, and, and they will figure it out before the season starts. And obviously, it's not really even news. I uh, just thought it was kind of funny that it's still going on and the other brother is now in on it at some point. <clears throat> yeah, so. I want I want to know when when Papa Kelsey has something to say about it, then, then I'll worry. You're right. Of course, you know, who knows? With those two, maybe he's just as much of a hitter <laughs> as they are. Maybe he's the mastermind, <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, they had to get it from somewhere. So right. <laughs> uh, who knows on that regard? So something to watch, definitely. Uh, you know, today was the franchise tag de- designation, uh, the last day to get deals done. Nothing really happened for Kansas City. They didn't have anybody they tagged. Uh, there was one signing, and uh, Moton got a $72 million contract over four years, I believe. Hey, good for him. I, I didn't see that coming, to tell you the truth, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. Protection is the name of the game here when everything revolves around the quarterback. Absolutely. And it's good that he got the deal done with the Panthers. Uh, you know, four years, 72 million, 43 million guaranteed at signing. Okay. Four years, 72. Is that what it was? Yep. 18 a year. I mean, that's the floor for Orlando Brown. If he, if he has a, a, a tough transition to right. read offense. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, this is looking more and more like, um, you know, getting outpaid by, you know, I'm sorry, outpaying some quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. And if those quarterbacks signed a contract in the past two years, probably continuing to outpay, be outpaid mm-hmm. uh, for a couple more years uh, just because of the way the NFL works. You know, the other thing that I do want to mention is there was a little bit of an update 
on the Frank Clark situation when it comes to his contract and money. Uh, yes, they would have a $20 million cap, dead cap space if they did cut him. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying that that's what would happen if they cut him. But if they're able to void his guarantees, that would free up $18 million this year, and they would only split the dead money between this year and next year. So mm-hmm. you would gain six or seven or maybe even $8 million if you cut him, if you're able to avoid the guaranteed salary. Yeah. Now we don't know that that's coming. That's going to require again, mm-hmm. um, intervention by the league before that could even happen. There are a lot of folks on both sides of this argument here. Um, I find a lot of passion about Frank Clark, a guy that I don't hear much about from <clears throat> friends or analysts until something goes wrong. So I, I'm a little surprised at like how fervent the opinion seems to be in Chiefs Kingdom right now. It does seem to be pretty far out there. Uh, I I do think that it's interesting. And honestly, like I said, I don't believe that they're necessarily headed that direction. Uh, I just wanted to update since I saw the difference uh, that, they, that they could have in the cap. Well, we appreciate you doing that. I will not bet on him being released unless something happens from the league. And if that happens, then, you know, I lose that. Don't you lose it. You can go to bet online and it's the fastest, easiest way to get your action in on whether it's whatever the prop happens to be this week on Frank Clark or what it might be coming up for fantasy football. There's tons of them, whether it's that, whether it's the beginning of the season, UFC, NHL that, you know, I think was an interesting playoff run. There's a lot to be done. Go check it out for yourself. Find the sporting news, find the sign-up bonuses and all the contests that you want to participate in. Don't sit on the sidelines. This is your chance to get in the game. Go over the website. Whatever device you want to use, you get 50% sign-up bonus on what you deposit over at betonline.ag. Use our promo code Locked On. That'll get you that 50%. At betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. There's, there's, there's like camp dates, and there's like this this time. Right. This is like I can see it from here, <laughs> and I want to get excited, but there's still nothing to actually do. Right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just, I'm ready. Are you ready for a break? Yeah, I, I, it's it's right there. Uh, literally, as we are recording this, the Chiefs are a week away from the QBs and the rookies reporting to camp. Yeah. There's <laughs> going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot to go on. And quite frankly, honestly, the second-year guys, I, they're probably going to be a little jealous of the rookie class being able to report and right? and be ahead and be you know unmasked and all that stuff. We don't have a number on the vaccination rate for the Kansas City Chiefs roster. From what I understand, it was trending at the end of minicamp towards being able to um, hit that 85% mark, which means that they won't have any restrictions. So it's almost right. like a return to normal. Almost. And, you know, at this point, camp is basically upon us. I mean, you know, the Chiefs, you will see, I would imagine you'll start seeing stuff coming out of Arrowhead Drive in the next couple of days and being shipped up to St. Joe. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that you'll see those tweets this weekend. It's always yeah. fun to see those tweets because you know what's coming. Yeah, it, that's when I have to book my airline tickets too, and uh, I am still planning to do that. We're going to have to figure out the timing exactly. <clears throat> but uh, for those of you who would like to see training camp with us, I'm going to be up there the last week of camp. I don't know about what your plans are, Chris, or if you have any. I don't currently have any. Um, getting ready to move in a week and a half is kind of throwing a crimp in what I was planning on doing. So, <laughs> right, we will see. Oh, we're about a month away from that trip for me, so we'll see what we can do. We'd like to know what you guys want to see up there and 
from my perspective, getting the, the rookies and the QBs in, that's all well and good. I, for the rookie class, certainly learning the ins and outs, getting that much farther down the line from what you learn in OTAs, more power to him. As many reps as they can get mentally, we know they're not going to be doing a ton of work that week. It's not terribly right. physical. It's walkthrough. It's you know basic passes on air. The quarterback is about the least important one that I think needs to be there just because no one's going to play but Patrick Mahomes unless there's a problem. If it is, it's going to be Chad Henney that hopefully never runs again, but you have to feel very confident and can run the offense. And I would actually, I actually disagree with you on the QB situation. Um, I understand what you're saying about Patrick, and I hope the other guys never play. But I do think that these, that this time with the coaches close to pretty much one on one, is going to be very important for the young guys. Not not Chad Henney and not Patrick Mahomes, but the right. young guys. <clears throat> So you mean Michelle and Gordon, or you mean the rookie class in general? Well, the rookie class too, but I was talking Michelle and Gordon. Okay. Specifically. I mean, I do think that it's, you know, having that one on one time with Andy Reid, having that one on one time with, you know, Eric Bienemy and all the, you know, coaches that are going to be up there and, and getting different aspects. I mean, honestly, they're gonna have one on one time almost with the positional coaches as well, because you're gonna have all the rookies there and their position coaches have to be there. So you're going to be having the QBs being able to get probably input from the different positional coaches in different aspects of their game as well. So I think that's a very valuable uh, time. So pick one out of the rookie class. Who do you think has the most to gain during that extra week and then maybe the, the first five days of acclimation as well? Man, that's tough. Uh, honestly, you know, Creed Humphrey is a, a rookie, but I think he's going to be a starter. I don't know that he has a ton to gain. Um, Nick Bolt's a guy that maybe has a lot to gain. Uh, it, it's possible. I don't think he's going to have a huge role in the defense this year, but if he's able to get up to speed and get the defense down, maybe he's going to be a guy that's going to replace Ben Neiman. Uh, and maybe they will have a three linebacker set that we'll actually be somewhat excited about. Yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. I, I think the guy that's got the most to gain right now is just with how much information he's been thrown I think Noah Gray can actually take a step forward during yeah. this time in, in being able – running routes on air is, is just air, but still it's more reps for him when it comes down to Mahomes calling his number in a ball game. Yeah, and I will also throw out Trey Smith. I think this time will be valuable for him as well. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. It's, um, it's a difficult transition, I think, for these guys. Yeah. But especially in the isolation of St. Joe – being away from the city and being away from, you know, wherever you're trying to rent an apartment and those kind of things. I think that that's got to help. Right. And, you know, you, you look at this rookie class and, you know, you're going to have guys that are going to come in and they're going to feel like they're pretty safe in their job and, and maybe they won't be safe in their job. That's always something to watch is the undrafted guys that come in hungry and you can really tell that from day one, they are on it. And mm -hmm. I do think that we're going to see maybe even I don't think two, but I think that there's a possibility of at least one undrafted player that's new this year to Kansas City that will make the team. It'll certainly be interesting. Somebody makes it every year. Yep. So who's it going to be? And and Shane, I hear you in my head right now that I just said that word again. <sighs> it will be puzzling to see. It will be it will be enlightening to see who can make that surge to get on this 53, 54, if, if that's the way that the, the ruling comes down, I can't remember. I think it's 55, actually, with is it? an extra lineman 
with with eight linemen, and I can't remember the other rule, but yeah, I think it could be even up to fifty five. So <clears throat> it is, you know, this is always the fun time of year because you start hearing from different guys and you kind of start getting more information. But really, practices won't open up for another week after that. Mm-hmm. So when all the other players are going to start showing up. You know, in retrospect, I think everybody looks back at that time as probably pretty tense, but yep. really helpful afterwards. Um, and looking back is something that I can't do right now in my vehicle. So I have gone to rockauto.com and I have tried to find a new backup camera for me. I don't have it yet, but it's in the mail, so it's going to get here. And I encourage you guys to check out rockauto.com. You can save money and time. And I think time is sometimes more important when you go there. 50%, 100%. Why spend all that at a store when you don't have to? Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been running it for 20 years. They know what they're doing. Their prices are always reliably roll for, for everybody, for you, for me, for um, the guy turning wrenches down at uh, wherever you like to go. So they have everything that you need. Go check them out. Explore their whole lineup of every part that you might need for your car or vehicle. Um, rockauto.com right now. And if you write in the locked on, in that uh, how did you hear about us space that'll let them know that we sent you over there amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car is ever going to need rockauto.com and now we get to talk about my favorite sponsor that we've had in quite some time i love bill bar they're absolutely delicious i'm sure ryan has his little bill bar treats right next to him treats are a good way to say it yeah there you go grasshopper cookie and coconut brownie chunk there you go Toffee's my new oh, one. Toffee. Well, there you go. There's a new flavor for you. Bill Bar has nine different flavors. Coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today and you can go get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. Built. Yes, I have and yes, I will. Right? Yes, I have and yes, I will. Okay. So... Interesting thing, and I, I really do appreciate this. If you guys haven't checked out 3013, give them a shot. Um, it's a group of ex-NFL employees that put together a new consultancy. I know they're working with some of the teams in the league. They're doing this website. They take what I think is some of the things that we don't always think about as a former GM running at Mike Tannenbaum um, from an, a, a bit of a unique perspective. And one of the things that comes up is, like, how old are you at each position? And it's funny, when you get down to it, the oldest position group the Chiefs have on offense is tight end. Yep. And obviously, Travis is uh, is 30 now? About to be 31, is that how it is? I think that's right. So, I mean, clearly, when when your starter is of that age, that's that's going to raise your, your rank there. But they also 31. have like, – Blake Bell's up there too, you know. Um, yep. I, I think Noah's probably going to be the third there to average it out. Maybe that changes after cuts are made. But – it's interesting to see that uh, it's veterans that do that. The oldest group in the league at tight end is Tampa Bay. 
with Gronk leading that group. So, like, you know, experience and success has its its drawbacks, and age is one of them. Yeah. And uh, don't forget that Kansas City is way up there, like you said, in the age category. Lake Bell is 29. I do expect he's going to be the number two tight end, or at least the blocking tight end if, if he's not the number two. Um, so I do think he's going to be on Kansas City's roster this year. Uh, and But Kelsey is the uh, number two in the NFL, according to ESPN. Oh, really? <clears throat> yep. Is that their writers? Is that a poll? Or who is that? Because it's one thing if it comes from Lewis Riddick. I'm not so sure if it's the same if it comes from all the uh, ESPN Nation reporters. Well, okay. So ESPN put out the – no, it's not from reporters. It's from uh, league execs, I think. Ah, okay. So they're they're asking league execs, and Travis Kelsey is number two. Best tight end season ever last year and still behind Kittle. I was, I was going to say, it's got to be Kittle that they put in front of him, right? Yeah, and Darren Waller is number three. Um, which I guess I get, but man, that seems like an awful big change between Waller and Kelsey and Kittle. But um, yeah, I mean, well, and, and even this way, if it comes down to picking one, do you want Waller or Gronk? Ooh. Depends on the. I mean, are you talking a season? If it's a season, Waller. Okay. Right, I don't trust Gronk to stay healthy for an entire season. Okay, that's fair. I mean, <laughs> the guy just won't go away. He just refuses to retire permanently. You know what I mean? Like, right. He's Robo Man at this point. I, I, I just find that shot. Like, I think Waller's a good athlete. I think he's ascended well. I think he's learning well. I don't think I'd put him in that company of any of the three of those other guys, to tell you the truth. Well, but I think Gronk took such a big step back last year from what he was when he was with the Patriots, that that's why he's not on that list, at least at that high. Okay. So, and honestly, like I said, with Waller, I think I would take him for a season over uh, most of the other tight ends in the NFL, other than Kittle and Kelsey. Uh, so I guess I get it from that perspective, but man, that's still, I still think there's a big, big difference between the top two and the third one. I, and I find it interesting too. Like this, this says something I think about the way that execs think that fans don't. And so we should point this out. Execs are talking and feeling and thinking about what does he give me? What does he do for me that's special? And I can understand from that standpoint why they might say Kelsey's Kelsey, Kittle's nearly as good a receiver, and he's a much better blocker. Right. But the thing is, is I think that's where some execs gets get lost if they forget about the fact that the availability has been drastically different over the last 24 months. Well, and it's not only availability for me. It's also the fact that you have to, I mean, you can say Kelsey's, you can say Kittle's the best tight end if you want to, but that doesn't take into account who's using him. And don't get me wrong. I, I like his coach. I think he does a great job of using him, mm-hmm. but Andy Reid using Travis Kelsey is lethal. Yeah. <clears throat> I, so, I always look at it this way. If you flip their roles, if they, you put them on each other's roster, who's the better player? Or let's put it this way, who's the more productive player? Because I, I, I think Kittle would, would open Andy up a little bit. Yeah, but, and I think I think you're right. I think Kittle would have a better season because I don't think that Garoppolo has the ability to help Kelsey that's as, my much, as, as m- much as Mahomes will help Kittle. Yeah, that, that's my thought as well. I, I think Travis would still be – the leading pass catcher on that San Francisco roster. 
but he's not catching those deep overs at, you know, 18, 24 yards deep and then have room to run. That's not happening with Garoppolo. Maybe with, with Trey, I don't know. Yeah, it, but are you going to bet on that in the next two years? I mean, is Trey – you would think that Trey Lance is going to start in probably not the end of this year, but maybe. Oh, I think he's going to start in the first half of the season. Really? Yeah, I, well, don't, I don't think Garoppolo can hold him on. And if that's possible, the question I have is, is he going to be able to pick up the NFL and are they going to be willing to let him actually learn? Because the problem is, is if you throw a rookie in there and he, even if he's mostly ready, you're still going to have rookie mistakes that you wouldn't have if you waited a year or two. Yeah, <laughs> but if you saw the the piece um, that Adam, or Adam, that Shrags did with, uh, with McDermott and Shanahan, Shanahan is pumped. Like yeah. he sees the the upside, the the ceiling of his offense with a quarterback like this. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any way that Lance isn't a starter by week nine. And if you're right, then that could change what Kittle will do. Yeah, uh, especially considering rookie QBs generally will lean towards their tight ends even more than they will the wide receivers. So that could really help Kittle. But again, the question is: Is, is Kittle going to be healthy? I. I'm not trying to call him injury prone, but he spent most of the season injured last year. So it is a question for going forward this year. And I, like I said, I understand why league execs put Kittle ahead of Kelsey. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. At least it's an arguable thing. Mm -hmm. I'll still take Travis Kelsey out there running routes over Kittle any day. Oh yeah, me too. Absolutely. And the other key is, is that Andy Reid would change the way he uses the tight end if he had Kittle and I don't mean that as a thing against Kelsey near as much as it is. Kittle gives you a different skill set. I mean, the receiving still going to be there. 85%, I would say, maybe even more of what Kelsey can do. But at the same time, he's going to give you the ability to block, which is going to open up other plays and is going to give you other options when you run those other plays. So I, I, it could be fascinating to see. Obviously, we'll never see it. but No, and let's hope that we don't. We'd right. like to know what you guys think, though. What do you think about Kelsey versus Kittle? Is there an argument to be made there, or are you guys sure that it's not that close? Let's see how you guys differ from us. Leave us your thoughts at Locked On Chiefs on Twitter. In the iTunes reviews for this podcast, we would very much appreciate the five stars. That helps us out and helps other Chiefs fans find us. And please like and sub over on the YouTube channel. We are now multimedia. I like being able to say that. And we thank you guys for all the support on all the platforms as of late. A week away. And you're going to get to see some rookies actually doing some things. Yep. So thank you for listening to us today. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you Sunday. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go tell your friends to watch us on YouTube. We'd love to hit a thousand subscriptions before camp. Ooh, we're getting close. Keep it up, folks. Thank you for your help. We'll talk to you next time.